Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 5, A King and a Kingdom. Saul is Israel's first king, appointed because the people have asked for a king, like other nations. Now Saul makes unwise decisions in his role as king and even curses his own son without realising it. So Samuel tells him that God has said his descendants will not rule over Israel forever. Episode 2, A King in Waiting. Samuel tells Saul that God says to destroy the Amalekites, whose ancestors opposed Israel in the wilderness. God says to destroy the people and their possessions, but instead Saul saves booty and their king, Agag. Saul also builds a monument to himself at the town of Carmel, meaning God's vineyard. And when Samuel arrives, Saul lies about not destroying all the booty or killing King Agag. So Samuel tells Saul that God is happier with obedience than sacrifices. He says that rebellion against God is like witchcraft and arrogance is like idolatry. So Samuel says that because Saul rejected God's command, God has rejected him as king. When he turns to leave, Saul grabs Samuel's priestly robes and tears them. Now Samuel delivers more bad news. Saul's kingship will be torn from him as God's spirit leaves him. Now Samuel completes Saul's warrior task and kills the captive Amalekite king Agag. From this point, Samuel grieves over Saul and he will not see him as long as he lives. Saul's reign continues for 40 years, but God sends Samuel to appoint a new king. God tells Samuel to travel to Bethlehem, where he will find a man named Jesse, meaning God's gift. This man is from the tribe of Judah, and God says that his son will be king. Jesse brings his sons forward, one by one, but Samuel doesn't find what he's looking for. Finally, Jesse's youngest son, David, meaning beloved, is summoned. He looks too young for the job, but God confirms that David is his choice. So Samuel anoints the boy with oil, and now Israel's second king lives in waiting. Now King Saul is tormented by an evil spirit, and to calm his nerves, a new court musician is appointed, and the maestro is David. His music calms the king and gets him promoted to the role of Saul's armour-bearer. But when Israel goes to war against the Philistines, David returns home to help his father. Then David is asked to deliver food supplies to his older soldier brothers on the battlefield. A giant Philistine, Goliath, possibly meaning uncovered or tall, goads the Israelites for 40 days. The Philistines offer themselves as Israel's slaves if just one Israelite can defeat their giant three-meter warrior. Saul also offers his daughter in marriage and tax exemption as a prize for the man who kills Goliath. David arrives and is outraged at Goliath and rises to the challenge of a duel. King Saul offers his heavy armour for the battle, but David finds it awkward and it doesn't fit. So David goes into battle armed only with five stones, a sling and God's help. After Goliath's verbal assault, David aims, fires and hits the giant between the eyes. While Goliath is unconscious, David cuts off his head using Goliath's own sword. The Philistines quickly renege on their offer of slavery and retreat, but Israel pursues them and routs them. Now David takes Goliath's sword and places it in the tabernacle at Shiloh. 
David and Saul's son, Jonathan, become firm friends and make a covenant, an unbreakable promise to protect each other. When David returns home a hero, he is praised by the people. But now Saul plots to kill him. He reneges on his promise to give Goliath's killer his eldest daughter, Merab, meaning abundant in marriage. Instead, as a further bride price, he sends David to kill 100 Philistines, hoping David will be killed in battle. Now Saul gives Merab to someone else in marriage. But David returns, having killed 200 men. So now he marries Saul's daughter Michael, meaning who is like God, who is in love with David. But David's life is in danger. Saul wants him dead and even throws javelins at him. But he has two allies in the royal court, his wife Michael and his brother-in-law Jonathan. Jonathan convinces Saul that David is on his side and so Saul vows not to kill him, but soon reneges. Finally, under cover of night, David flees the court, aided by his wife, and goes to stay with Samuel. Saul follows, so David and Samuel move on to Naoth, meaning habitation or dwellings. Meanwhile, Jonathan attempts to foster peace on David's behalf, but Saul even tries to kill his own son. Jonathan takes the bad news to David, and they renew their covenant promises to protect each other and their families. David will now spend the next seven years on the run. You can read the story in the Bible book of 1 Samuel, chapters 16 to 25. The Bible library shows that we are all part of the same story. Family is so important and family trees. And jealousy and loyalty are an ongoing theme in the Bible narrative. The Bible lists the firstborn to receive inheritance, and throughout the story the firstborn has a key role. Israel is the nation called God's firstborn son, and God told Abraham that through his seed, all nations, all peoples on earth would be blessed. The Bible lists specific responsibilities for firstborn and firstfruits, but God frequently disrupts the pattern, and Jesus is quoted as saying that the first will be last, and the last will be first. Now the key characters Saul and David, two kings, are driven by opposing motives. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word, and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.